Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. This is the Jayhawker Talker Podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle, and let's get rolling with today's episode. So last week, I promised that I would get down into the weeds and break down the University of Kansas football schedule. That's right. Less than a month until the game, uh, the first game of the season kicks off against Tennessee Tech. So I thought that this would be a great episode to go ahead and do some predictions of each game this season. So get your pen and paper out. I want to go through, through it with you. I want you to be making these predictions with me as well. Because my predictions might not be the same as yours. And at the end of the season, we can look back and see who did better in the guessing game on what's going to happen with KU football this year. So let's get into it with Tennessee Tech. Let's just get rolling with it. On Friday, September 2nd at 7 p.m. on ESPN Plus there at the David Booth Memorial Stadium in Lawrence, Kansas, the season will begin. And I like to call this the cautiously optimistic season under Lance Leipold as he's starting to turn the program around. Tennessee Tech, uh, not really a well-known football school. They're an FCS school, and they just haven't had a very good football program. So this is a must-win game for the Kansas Jayhawks out of the gate. You got to start the season 1-0. You obviously can't get your first win until you get it right there at the start of the season. You got to go for it. You got to get that first victory And there's no more important one than the first one. So Kansas has to get that victory in week one against Tennessee Tech. I know some people are a little bit upset that it's a Friday night game, Friday night lights. There's probably going to be some high school football games going on that might conflict with the Kansas game. But if you want to go out there to Lawrence, Kansas, watch the game. There's cheap tickets out there online right now. I looked it up right before I started recording this podcast. So If you want to actually go out to the season opener, uh, this would be a good one to go to if you want some cheap tickets. Uh, It's also going to be on ESPN+. Plus, So if you want to watch it at home or maybe have the opportunity to watch it back um, on Saturday if you can't watch it on Friday night, then that's going to be the way to go. I'm going to call this one a victory for the Kansas Jayhawks. Lance Leipold and the Jayhawks will be wanting to make a statement in week one, and they're going to make it. Kansas Jayhawks, 42, Tennessee Tech, 14. Kansas starting the season 1-0, and and I am going to be excited after that first game. I can't wait for it. I know it's uh, Kansas football hasn't been the best the past uh, several years, but I, I have a feeling that it's going to start turning around this year. So Kansas starting the season 1-0, and that's my prediction, put it in. And uh, for me there, Kansas starting out 1-0. Kansas at West Virginia on Saturday, September 10th at 5 p.m. on ESPN Plus in Morgantown, West Virginia. What do you think about this one, guys? I I think it's going to be a close one. I, I don't know if... West Virginia was kind of one of those teams last year that you weren't sure what you were going to get week to week. We obviously knew KU was rebuilding. Uh, They weren't expected to win any of their games last year. This year, not many people are expecting them to win very many games at all either. I think the over-under is two and a half. So if KU wins more than three games, that's going to be considered uh, positive for them this year. 
But going into West Virginia, jumping right into Big 12 play in Week 2, that's going to be tough. West Virginia on the road. Uh, they have some wild fans there in West Virginia. The Mountaineers seem like a team that could get better as the season goes along. But this is Week 2. And when you get a team like West Virginia early in the season, when they have a little bit of uncertainty going into it, uh, they aren't really sure who's their starting quarterback is going to be yet. Obviously, they'll know that by week two. But when they don't have the continuity and they are kind of looking at KU as one of those teams that they can just walk into the game and sleepwalk their way to a victory, I'm picking KU in the upset. The road upset victory going 1-0 and in the Big 12 to start the season, 2-0 and to start the season, I think Jalen Daniels is going to have a big game on the road against West Virginia, and KU is going to pull it out with a 31-28 victory over West Virginia. So I don't think Jalen Daniels is going to be on on any early season Heisman watch list or anything like that, but I think he's going to do enough to shock the world in week two to give Kansas another victory. Kansas 31, West Virginia 28 Kansas moves to 2 and 0 on the season. And then into week 3, another tough road game. They're going to be playing at Houston Saturday, September 17th at 3 p.m. Right now, the TV is to be determined. So, Kansas at Houston, this is a matchup featuring a future Big 12 opponent. Houston is going to be coming into the Big 12 starting next year. So they're just getting a taste of the Big 12 right now. Houston was very good last season. Um, but if you want to go check out uh, a team that's going to be jumping into the Big 12, this would be a good time to do it uh, before they join the conference if you want to get a little taste of it. But Houston's coming off a spectacular season. They went 12-2 and last year. They very narrowly lost to a college football team that was or a college football playoff team I should say that was Cincinnati last year and Cincinnati's another team that's coming over to the Big 12 so the Big 12 is getting some good uh solid football schools in the next few years so Kansas needs to step their game up in this game I'm not sure that KU is going to have what it takes I think up to this point in the season both teams are going to be 2-0 heading into this matchup Houston, a preseason top 25 team. So this is going to be a solid road test for the University of Kansas, and I just don't I don't think that they're going to pull this one off. I don't think that the Jayhawks have what it takes at this point to beat a top 25 team on the road after coming off a big road win at West Virginia. Pulling off back-to-back road upsets would be a tall task for this Kansas football team. So I'm going to take the Cougars of Houston in a 34-17 victory. So Kansas will now be 2-1 on the season heading into week four when Duke will be coming to town to Lawrence, Kansas. It will be Kansas. It will be Duke at Kansas on Saturday, uh, September 24th. The uh, date and time or the time and TV is all to be determined from this point forward. So I don't think I need to say that before every game going in the rest of the way. Just know that after week three, we are not sure of the time or TV of these games from here on 
at this point. So, Duke at Kansas. We all know that these are two powerhouse programs, just not in football, in basketball. They'll be playing, actually, later this fall in basketball against each other in the Champions Classic. But for now, they're going to be meeting on the gridiron at David Booth Memorial Stadium in Lawrence, Kansas, on Saturday, September 24th. Neither team projected to be very great this season, which makes this an intriguing matchup, in my opinion. I think that this game could go either way. I I don't have a strong feeling about this one, which makes me believe that Kansas should have the advantage since it's a home game. Whenever I'm looking at these games, if I'm not feeling strongly one way or the other about a team, usually I will side with the home team. And if you're doing the same, I think you got to pick Kansas in this one. It's uh, it's going to be, I think, 27-24 in a Kansas victory to push them to 3-1 and one on the season. And that would mean that they hit the over on their win total in week four. If they're sitting at 3-1 and one after one month into the season, that would be put ever, that would be first put a smile on every Kansas fan's face because they would have already topped the win-loss total that they, that they were projected to have. They, they would have three wins at this point in the season, and I think everybody would just be giddy about that. But you can't just stop at 3-1. and one. You want to keep going. You want to keep building and progressing as the season goes. You don't want to peak in week four against the Duke Blue Devils. And what's going to happen after Duke comes to town? And after Kansas goes to 3-1 and one on the season, they get Iowa State coming to Lawrence, Kansas. I, I didn't preface this at the beginning of the podcast, but KU has a very favorable schedule to start the season with a lot of home games. They do have the tough game at Houston. They do have the the one at West Virginia, but I think they're going to win that one. I think that they have a pretty good case at the beginning of the season, especially in conference play, that they could maybe pull off some upsets. But that's where we get to Iowa State here, a program who saw a resurgence in the past couple of years. Matt Campbell great coach turn that thing around at Iowa State they uh they they get to a bowl game seems like every year now last year they were supposed to compete for the Big 12 championship they had a lot of guys coming back unfortunately they fell way short of those expectations they lost a lot of those guys that came back and now they're going to have to rebuild again i think KU has a chance to do something that they have not done in a long time I think that they can win back-to-back conference games for the first time in God knows how long. It it has been a long time since Kansas has won back-to-back conference games. I think that they can do it against Iowa State. A lot of people are going to see Iowa State coming into Lawrence. They're going to say, this is going to be a W for the Cyclones. But like the great Lee Corso says, on college game day. Not so fast, my friend. This is going to be a victory for the Kansas Jayhawks. They are going to pull off the upset against Iowa State at home. They're going to win it 24-20, to and they are going to move on to 4-1 and on the season. Kansas Jayhawks sitting there after five games at 4-1. and What do you think about that, Kansas fans?
I know you guys are probably sitting there at home, listening to this podcast, making your own predictions as we're going along, thinking, Mark, you got to be crazy right now. But that's all right. I think that the Jayhawks can beat Iowa State. I think that they can beat Duke. I think they can beat West Virginia on the road in a shocker. They better beat Tennessee Tech. But what I'm saying is they could be 4-1 and one going in to week six when TCU comes to town. Another home game, back-to-back home games against conference opponents on Saturday, October 8th. TCU's coming to Lawrence. And usually... I'm thinking, okay, this is a win for TCU. You just, when you glance at the schedule, this is a W for TCU. It's an L for Kansas. But when you look deeper into the schedule, TCU, for for TCU, this game is placed in between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State on their schedule. So they're looking at it. They're like, all right. We got at least we got Kansas in between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. They may be letting their guard down here. And Kansas, if they do what I think they can do, will be coming in riding hot at four and one on the season. It's gonna happen. Kansas is gonna pull off another upset. TCU's not gonna know what hit them. They're sitting there in between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State thinking they're gonna get to breathe a little bit and get a W and try to get their season back on track. No, no, no. Kansas is gonna get the victory. They're gonna win 34 to 30 and move to five and one on the season. I know it sounds crazy. A Kansas team that you thought might only win three games, maybe four at most, sitting here at 5-1 and one on the season, the first part of their schedule is not overly difficult. These are the Big 12 teams that they could pull the upset on, and I'm giving them the upset right there against TCU to keep the season rolling. 5-1 and one on the season, heading in to Week 7 against Oklahoma. This one, this one's going to be tough. At Oklahoma, Saturday, October 15th, It's going to be a tough one. And I do think that the streak will end there. After a three-game winning streak to start the season in the conference, I think that the Sooners are just going to crush the Jayhawks' hope of clinching a bowl berth in mid-October, which is crazy to say. Uh, Going into the season, if you thought that KU might even have a shot to clinching a bowl game, let alone clinching a bowl game, in mid-October, you would call me crazy. And the season hasn't started yet, so you can call me crazy if you want. Get at me on Twitter, at MarkTheOverseer, at Talker. Let me know how crazy you think I am with these predictions so far. But I don't think you're going to think that I'm crazy when I say that Oklahoma's athleticism and playmaking ability across the board on both sides of the ball is just going to be too much for the Jayhawks, despite a good effort from KU. I think they're going to fall short. Oklahoma is going to win this one 52-21. Kansas is going to be falling to 5-2 and two on the season after a loss against the Sooners. Then they're going to be uh, playing at Baylor, another team that is projected to be in the top tier of the Big 12, a potential Big 12 championship contender. They won the Big 12 last year. This is the toughest stretch of the season for the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, Again, 
against the defending Big 12 champ. Uh, it's it's just going to be tough for Kansas at this point in the season. They are going to have to do something crazy if they're going to win against Oklahoma or Baylor, any of these teams that are projected to be top tier in the Big 12 Conference. Kansas is a better football team, obviously. I think winning five games so early in the season, I do think they're a better football team, but they're still a little bit further down on the totem pole uh, compared to the teams at the top of the conference. So this is going to be another road loss for the Kansas Jayhawks. I think Baylor's going to win big in this one, 49-17. So Kansas will fall to 5-3 and three at this point in the season, which is not bad. Going into the bye week, by the way, they're going to be going into the bye week during Halloween week. So the Jayhawks get a bye during Halloween. Hopefully everybody stays safe and uh, stays on their best behavior during the bye week, during Halloween. So uh, I think that's a good week to have the bye, though, despite the distractions that could take place off the field. I think that uh, that is a good point in the season to get a bye about halfway through. And sitting there at 5-3 and three going into the bye week, you're still feeling good. Even though you lost at Oklahoma, at Baylor, you're still feeling good about your season sitting there at 5-3. and three. But coming out of the bye, again, like I said, it's the toughest stretch in the season. It's going to be Oklahoma State coming to Kansas in Lawrence on Saturday, November 5th. And the Oklahoma State's another team that's supposed to be competing for the Big 12 title this year. And before KU can jump into that conversation, they're going to have to prove it and they're going to have to win some of these games against the top-tier programs. I know they beat Texas last year, but Texas was down at that point in the season. We'll get into that another time, but to beat Oklahoma State, even though it is a home game for Kansas, I'll, I'll give them that. It's coming off a bye. It's at home. If if they could pull an upset against Oklahoma State, that would be very impressive. I just don't think that they're going to do it this year. I think it's going to be a close matchup. I think KU is going to be ready to play for it, but I think that Oklahoma State is ultimately going to beat Kansas 38-31 in that game in Lawrence, Kansas. So Kansas, after a good start to the season, after a good 5-1 and one start to the season, they're now 5-4 and four as we go into a game against Texas Tech. Kansas is going to be playing at Texas Tech on Saturday, November 12th. This is going to be a big one because Kansas, after being so close to clinching a bowl berth, Early in the season, they, they're on a little bit of a losing streak now. Lost three in a row. They lost to Oklahoma, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. Now they're playing on the road at Texas Tech, a team that beat them big last year in Lawrence. Uh, the Red Raiders ended their season last year on a high note with a big bowl win against Mississippi State, so they've got a little momentum potentially for the program. They have some cool stuff going on down there, building uh, – Big part of the new stadium, uh, I saw they're going to do some renovations, uh, big-time renovations there down at Texas Tech. They're giving their players uh, $25,000 in NIL money. So there's some cool stuff going on down there at Texas Tech. They're going to be riding high. I think they're going to be having a pretty good season. Uh, maybe not top-tier Big 12, but I think they're going to be middle of the road to uh, to upper Big 12. I think they're going to 
finish with a winning record, and I don't think that Kansas is going to have what it takes to stop that Red Raider offense this year. I want to give Kansas the win here, but it, it is a road game, and I think that Texas Tech is going to win it 45-28. to 28. So the Jayhawks are now back to 500. They are 5-5 five and five on the season after a 5-1 and one start. I know everybody thought I was crazy going into this uh, stretch of the season. Nobody thinks that Kansas is going to be 5-1 and one to start the season. I'm probably the only one predicting that at this point. But they fell down. They're back to 5-5. Five and five. They are just hoping to claw and scratch their way to a bowl game at this point. They're reeling. But guess who's coming to town? The Texas Longhorns. The rematch from last year's shocker. In Austin, Texas, the Longhorns are going to be out for revenge. There's no doubt about that. But the Jayhawks, despite their losing streak that they're on right now, four losses in a row in Big 12 play, the Jayhawks are going to be feeling confident after what they did to Texas last year on their home field. I think it's going to come down to defensive execution. Kansas has shown that they can score points. At this point in the season, they'll be rolling with Jalen Daniels at quarterback. They're going to be having a pretty good offense. It's going to be up to the defense to make stops. And I think that the Kansas Jayhawks can do it. Two years in a row, back-to-back wins against the Texas Longhorns. I think they're going to win it on a walk-off field goal, giving the program their first bowl-eligible season since 2008. Sending Lawrence, Kansas into a tizzy into the night on November 19th with a 38-35 walk-off win against the Texas Longhorns. It's going to be a spectacular scene on Mass Street after KU beats Texas to become bowl eligible. It is going to be a scene out there. Now, I'm just... I'm I'm making this up in my mind right now as I'm doing these predictions. A lot of people don't think Kansas is going to get to five wins, let alone six wins, and become bowl eligible. But right now, think about it, Jayhawks fans. If Kansas gets their sixth win of the season against Texas in Lawrence, Kansas, it is going to be a party out there on Mass Street, and I can't wait. I will join you down there on Mass Street after KU beats Texas to become bowl eligible. So, Kansas moving to 6-5 and five on the season after that win against Texas before going to play at Kansas State on Saturday, November 26th, the Sunflower Showdown, the Governor's Cup. KU, of course, leads the all-time series, 65-41-5 is the record, but they have not beaten their rival in the Wildcats since 2009. So, the Jayhawks going to be riding high coming off that win over Texas and becoming bowl eligible. They're not going to have any pressure on them this game. If they would have lost to Texas and gone to five and six on the season, that this would be a pressure-filled game for the Jayhawks trying to come in to Manhattan and get the victory. Uh, but they aren't going to have that. They're going to be able to play free and just enjoy the game. Uh, Kansas State. I think could be a dark horse contender in the Big 12 this year, potentially with a Big 12 title game spot on the line for the Wildcats in this one against the Jayhawks. So I don't think that the Wildcats are going to be overlooking the Jayhawks at all. I think they're going to be ready to play. I think they're going to be playing for something, whether it be a a spot in the Big 12 title game or just a better bowl game. 
I think that the uh, Kansas State Wildcats are going to be ready to play, and I think that they will beat the Jayhawks. I don't think that the 13-game losing streak will be snapped this year. Now come back next year and talk to me. I might have a different feeling on this game next year, but this year I think Kansas State is going to beat KU 27-17, and that puts the Kansas Jayhawks finishing the season at 6-6, six and six, bowl eligible for the first time since 2008 when they beat Minnesota in the Insight Bowl. And I'm predicting that the Kansas Jayhawks go back to a bowl game. I think that they are going to play in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl this year. That game will be taking place on Thursday, December 22nd in Fort Worth, Texas at TCU's Ammon G. Carter Stadium, 6.30 p.m. on December 22nd. Again, if all this plays out according to my plan, the Jayhawks will go bowling this year. They're going to play at the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth, Texas on December 22nd. And that game will be featured on one of ESPN's networks. They will work that out closer to the date of the bowl game, of course. Now, what team will the Kansas Jayhawks be playing? I am predicting that they will play the Navy Midshipmen. Typically, in the Armed Forces Bowl, they try to get a team that has a military tie into the bowl game, whether it be last year it was Army. Army defeated Mizzou last year in that game, 24-22. Uh, Navy's played in it, Air Force has played in it. So they try to get a team that has a military tie, which makes sense it is the Armed Forces Bowl. So I think that Navy is going to bounce back. Last year they only had four wins. I think they're going to get back to six or seven wins this year. And I think that Navy would be a perfect team to play the Jayhawks in the Armed Forces Bowl. And I think that that would be, if it was against Navy, I think it would be a low-scoring affair. And I think that both defenses would play well. I think the offenses might struggle a little bit after a little bit of a layoff into bowl season. But I think Kansas would come out on top against the Navy midshipmen with a 17-13 victory. And that would be Kansas' first bowl victory since 2008. And that would leave the team with a winning record at 7-6. and six. Again, something they have not done since 2008. Head coach Lance Leipold will have officially turned things around if these predictions come to fruition. The Kansas Jayhawks football program will be back on the map as something other than a laughing stock or a miracle victory over a big school like last year. The Texas one was just something fun that you saw on ESPN if you're a college football fan. Oh, KU, that's so cute. They beat Texas. Oh, that's funny. Ha ha, Texas lost to KU. It was more of a joke on Texas than a significant win for KU if you're looking at it nationally. But if KU finishes the season with a 7-6 and record, a winning record, a winning bowl game, beating Texas again back-to-back years, that would show that KU is for real and are on the come-up. It'll show Lance Leipold is is the man. It'll show that he has turned the program around, that he's doing something at Kansas that hasn't been done in a long time, and that is make Kansas fans feel good about football again. So I am excited. I Again, I'm calling this the cautiously optimistic season for the Kansas Jayhawks football program, but I think they're going to get back on the right track in 2022 if all these things happen 
I am saying Kansas finishes the season bowl eligible and they're going to win the bowl game and finish the season with a winning record at seven and six. That's right. You heard it here first on the Jay Hawker talker podcast. This is Mark Van Sickle. That about does it for this episode. Uh, you can always get at me on Twitter. Let me know how crazy I am at Jay Hawker talker at Mark, the overseer. Again, my name is Mark Van Sickle. You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast in affiliation with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. And you can check out my latest article up there uh, at heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm going to have an article talking about my thoughts about the entirety of the Kansas football season, just like we talked about in this episode. So you can see all that we talked about here today on this podcast in written form very soon at heartlandcollegesports.com. And until next time, rock chalk. Jayhawk.